Hello and welcome to Too Fit to Be Tied. Where we talk about health from a variety of perspectives. Emotional health. Mental health. Physical health. And spiritual health. My name is Jerome. And I'm your co-host, Constance. All right, so Constance, you know, we, you know, we're coming up on about a year, right, since we started doing these podcasts. Has it been a year? I mean, I, I think in in October, October, you know November. What? You're right. It's been. A, it has. Yeah. Been. Cheers! Happy Cheers. anniversary! Cheers! Happy one year! Happy one year! What are we on? Our like twenty seventh, eighth, ninth episode, maybe. Um. By the time this one is released, it'll probably be almost thirty. Yeah, approaching yeah. thirty. Yeah. Wow! Look at us. Yeah. So I'm I'm on the the technical side of this editing and making us sound good. Okay. What I mean, what do you think people think of it? Well, um, I know I know what people think of it because okay. I get messaged. But okay. um, let let the audience understand that Jerome, first of all, is on the technical side. He set up all the analytics. But doesn't look at any of them, okay? <laughs> doesn't look at any of them until I'm like, hey, uh, Jerome, do we, like, are we just talking to ourselves? What the hell is going on here, Who's right? listening to this? This, if this doesn't tell our audience how much we don't give a shit <laughs> about who's listening, we literally do this for us. We started, let's not, yeah. let's not mistake that we actually started this solely for our own healing purposes. Yeah. Okay. And and not not to say that sounds like we don't give a shit about you if no, you're no, listening no, no, no. to us. It's like but we it's not it, we're we're not doing this. I mean, it'd be fine if we made a ton of money from it, but we're not doing this to make money or we're not doing no, this to No. We never did this to like be like, "All right, we're going to get this many listeners." We never looked at how many listeners we had. We noticed we had a thousand at one yeah. point and we were like, "Ooh, yeah. we got like a badge." Yeah. And I think I posted on social media. I was like, whoa, yeah. wow, we got a thousand people that have downloaded our episodes. So the other day, we're podcasting, and I'm like, uh, Jerome, like, we need to see if anyone even cares about what we have to say. So we pull it up 2,500 downloads. Yeah. Which was awesome. And then you went a step further, and what did you find out? We're, we're global, we're international. We are international with UK being our number two audience. Yeah. And a lot of other countries there, like the Netherlands, India, India, Mexico, yeah. Mexico, yeah. Habla, hola, <laughs> right? Como estás? Yeah. Wait till you hear my Spanish when we go to the DR. Oh man! Okay. Oh, it's amazing. Hey, to me, it's going to sound good. When I, I'm when I'm when I drink, incredible. Your Spanish is is. I is am. Just, I am just a Latina. Like, I wow. <laughs> just wait. You aren't going to oh even believe God. your eyes. Okay. I kind of. <laughs> I kind of feel like there might be some of me going, oh, please excuse us. <laughs> she, she's been drinking. Full on conversations. Full on. Like, I don't even know how I'm speaking. It's like, I'm speaking Extreme, in Just, wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyways, back to our podcast. So, um, yeah, we had no idea. So, mm-hmm. thank you. If, you're, if you listen to us, no, truly, we do care about you. I didn't, I didn't mean it that way. And, and every now and then, I think... You get all these messages, and every now and then someone will say, "You know what? Your podcast really helped me with this with this issue, or I or I enjoy listening to it." And um, and and I, I appreciate that. We we appreciate. We that. do. I had actually a new member come into the studio who wanted to join. I always ask, "How did you hear about us?" And she's like, "Honestly, I heard about your podcast." And I was like, wow. uh, whoa! My podcast is making me money." Yeah, uh, our what? Well, no, I mean, I- our. Our podcast is making you money. Okay. <laughs> yes. I, I, I mean, I kind of feel like this was like, you know, the, the thing all along. Sorry. Our, that's what I thought in my head our, at the time. Our, our podcast our, is making you money. In your head, you thought my podcast is making me money. I did. I had, it was my ego that was just like yeah. took over for a minute. I'm sorry. But now our, it's now, our. but now it's our podcast. It's still making me is money. It's making you money. Yeah. You're, you're making money either right. way. Okay. All right. Just, just. Um. But here's what I found from okay. at least what, what, what we get. I mean, well, actually, we started off, I think, just talking to ourselves. Uh-huh. And then it progressed into, like, we got some followers that thought we were funny. 
Yeah. We got some people that started to really relate to us. Mm-hmm. We got somebody who actually reposted something you said on their Facebook as a quote, but took, but like they took credit for it. <laughs> and that, that's, that's a pretty bit. I mean, I thought that was pretty amazing. That is pretty amazing. I mean, they were your words, but I was like, damn. Yeah. That must have been pretty good. That, at what, do you remember what it no, was I said? I don't remember. Um, you, you don't care. It was something like people, remember that thing you always say about people not people Oh, change? people do what they do because they are who they are. It was like something like that. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that just went, that, that guy just took it, took your words and put them on his and face. Just like, it was awesome. Wow, okay. I'm so that, to, that was good. So we, I need to copyright things. You should, you should. I should. Um, and then I found out that I have ex-boyfriends listening. Because they don't, they would like to, they'd like to hit me up for slander. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Wait, I, did you, I don't know that you ever mentioned anyone's name. I never have. So that could be anybody. They're still, they're just waiting for me to slip up. Oh, so man. So you watch that editing process, Jerome. Oh, you know what? I do. I, I, I've called you at times and said, I, I, we, we might want to take this out. I'm like, no, keep it in. I always want to keep it in. Uh, I'd look at, I'm like, uh, I know you're the, you're the voice of reason in this situation here. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty, that's an honor. If yeah. you're one of my, to- one of my toxic <laughs> relationships and you're listening in like, shit, I, I mean, that's on, I'm an, I'm honored. Yeah. I want to sue her. You're right. like, yes. Right. <laughs> I'm doing something right. I'm doing something right. Okay. Um, and then we have learned that people who have been in very similar situations or are in very similar situations who have listened and have honestly thanked us for mm-hmm. some of our specific episodes because it has hit home to them. And that's the reason we do this. We did this yeah. for our old selves. We did this podcast because I said to you, uh-huh. we <clears throat> need to talk to who, like, we, we, and we do a lot of these based on, like, what would we have wanted to hurt here when we were in these relationships? Yeah. Or when we, what would you tell your 20 year old self, basically? Yeah. Right? Are, are, yeah, absolutely. And what, and what would you tell your 20 year old self? I would be like, take your head out of your ass. You know nothing about life and you're in for a ride. So buckle up your freaking seatbelt because this is going to be a serious joy ride. <laughs> <laughs> you might get what? nowhere. That's why it's a joyride. Yeah. But you know what? You're going to learn a lot along the way. And you mm-hmm. are going to basically have a PhD in narcissism and borderline personality disorder without ever having to go to school. Wow. That's what I would tell my 20-year-old self. Here's the question, though. Okay. If you said that to your 20-year-old self, would your 20-year-old self listen? Or would your 20-year-old self go, I, I feel like I know everything. I feel oh, like I got this under control. I knew everything. Y- your 20-year-old self would have been like, fuck you. Who are you to tell me right. <laughs> how to live my life? Right. Right? Right. So what? So would it have made a difference? No. Because it, I, have it a, not have I have a 20-year-old, 21-year-old daughter who uh-huh. I'm trying to do that to. Uh-huh. And I'm like, please listen to me. I know what I'm talking about. Please learn from my experiences. Listen to my podcast. Just listen to it. <laughs> she won't even do that. <laughs> we were, God, what were we talking about the other day? And um, and she she said something. Oh, we were at that Mexican place. Yeah. And and she said something. Well, you don't you don't talk about. I'm like, well, how do you know? You don't listen to our podcast. Oh, she's you don't talk about me. I'm like, how do you know? Yeah, it's like you, you, you might don't be listen. the topic of every week's conversation. Yeah. You have no idea. She'd be horrified. She would be. That's probably good. She doesn't listen. Um, what would you tell your 20 year old self? I, you know, I would, I would tell my 20-year-old my self to be who you are and, and, do, and do what you, you want to do. I mean, I, I think I spent a lot of time trying to do what I was, quote-unquote, supposed to do, you know. And so in, in, that, um, in that sort of mindset, you're trying to figure out, okay, well, you know, people, who, who do people think I should be, you know, and I'm going to try to be that, or I'm going to try to live up to that instead okay. of saying, okay, well, well, what do you want? And, and I don't know, it might come from the religious upbringing, you know, it might come from, you know, sort of doing well in school and going, okay, well, nobody asked you if you wanted to take algebra. They just said, okay, this is your next class you're taking. And then you, you got to do it. 
Okay. And and that was sort of my, you know, that was sort of my mindset. So even Do you and, th- let me ask you this real quick. Do you think you're a people pleaser? Is that it? I'm not a people pleaser. Yeah, and in the sense that in my understanding, people pleasers will do whatever whatever they're asked to do. So you so if so if my next door neighbor said, Hey, can you, you know, take my garbage out? I'm like, yeah, okay. Or can or or does or if the I don't have kids, but if you somebody says, Hey, you know, we're having a bake sale, can you make cookies? You know, and, and that and the people pleaser says yes, you know, well, can you help me move? And the people pleaser says yes. Now, if you're not in my circle, I have no if you're not like, you know, okay. really close to me, okay. I have no problem saying, Oh, I, I would help you, but I got a thing on Saturday or okay. I got a family thing. You know, it's it's only if I'm if it's only if you're really in. In. Then, then you'll put your needs aside. Then I'll put, put others first. Yeah. Okay. So, so technically, not you know what's called a people pleaser or codependent, um, which is why that book that we read about caretaking, the the Old Testament of our, our Bible, of our Bible, that is is made you know resonated with me so much. You know, stop. You know, what caretaking. Is this? Stop caretaking the. Narcissist, narcissist, or, or borderline, and take back control. Something along those lines. You can find it on Amazon. It's an awesome book. Um, we should be getting sponsorships. I know we should. We stuff. well, don't worry, we're getting there. Uh, so, so am I a people pleaser? So, I mean, in in the only class, in your inner circle, in, in the classical sense, no, not not only only if I really care what you think, you know, then I'm like I want that approval, and and that okay. and and I've been. That's how I was. Okay. And, I, I, and you're changing. I get I'm it. I'm changing. Yeah. Yeah. So you know what people think? And what do people think? People think we're absolutely nuts for doing this podcast. And why is that? Because we, we might be nuts. Well, we very well might. I'm, I'm not going to say yeah. I disagree with that. <laughs> they think that we are, we, um, well, I have heard that some people think that we put everything out there and we air our dirty laundry and we speak very openly about our past, so quote-unquote, failures, quote-unquote, uh-huh. you know, um, divorces or our mistakes. And um, I think sometimes people like to look down upon that. And I would disagree because, first of all, you are a very private person. I have known you for a long time. Mm-hmm. You are a private motherfucker. I did not know you. <laughs> Until I finally got in your inner circle, which took like 20 years. Okay. Yeah, it takes a while, you know, but once you're in. Once you're in, you, know, you're, gotta, you can't I, get out. I, there's, a vet, <laughs> there's a vetting process. <laughs> I got to make sure you're worthy of being in that it inner took circle. 20 years to yeah. get in. And I'm in. I'm in now. I love it. I'm in. But I have not always been this way. People always thought I lived some amazing, perfect life because I, not because I put on a show. I don't want to say that because I Uh never was not truly authentic, but I was not open about it. And I am now at a point in my life, maybe it's hitting 40. I don't know, but I don't give a shit. And honestly, I don't give a shit because I wish somebody did this for me. So when Uh, I say that we do this for our 20 year old selves, I wish somebody would have paved the way for me. And maybe they did. I just didn't know it. But I wish mm-hmm. someone would have paved the way for me and said to say, it's okay. It's okay to make a mistake. It's okay that you have a big heart and that you have mm-hmm. empathy and that you have gotten into situations that maybe weren't the best for you. And that is okay. And I think that that's why we do this podcast. We don't yeah. do it to, you know, it's funny. When I, first, when I first met someone, I said to them, I do a podcast. And they said, about what? I said, well, it's kind of about toxic relationships. And about health and, you know, our, our whole shtick. Uh-huh. And he said to me, oh, is it like a, a women's, like, bashing men's podcast? I was like, well, no, because there's a man on it with me, and we don't bash men. And we don't, yeah. honestly, you and I don't bash our exes. We just speak the truth about what we've experienced. It's been yeah. our experience being with people that have some personality disorders or are just, quote, unquote, toxic or just immature emotionally. Mm-hmm. You can call it what you want to call it. Didn't work. It didn't work. And we're just trying to explain it to <clears throat> others to help them or to make them fucking laugh. Yeah. I mean, it's what, well, you know, and I think, I think one of the things about what we do that's pretty unique is that 
for the type of things that we talk about, typically if you were to hear a podcast um, with, with those things as the subject, they'd be pretty somber and people would be speaking like this. And well, how did, how did that make you feel? Mm-hmm. You know, and, but you know, you know, we, when we first, um, when I first contacted you about, you know, joining the, the, the um, Toxic Ties group, we sat there in that coffee shop and fucking laughed for a couple of hours. You know what? It was, was our, you're right. It's, it was our it was, first meeting together yeah. after however many years. And we uh-huh. talked about our relationships. And we, I laughed <laughs> right. at your, my ass off at your expense. And you yeah. laughed your ass off at yeah. my expense. And, <laughs> and we were like trading stories. It was, and like, that's, it was like yeah. war stories, but yeah. we just kept laughing at each other. And we kept saying, like, I don't mean to laugh, but I'm laughing because Yeah, and it's like, I it's feel, okay. It's fucking funny. Right. You know, because I mean, on this side of it, it's funny. It wasn't course. funny at the, of course. at the time. But we do this because we want people, we are trying to make it light. I mean, it is a serious topic, uh-huh. right? Some people can be very much, worse, way worse than us, in danger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in that case... That is not a funny matter. But when you are if on you're in the physical outside, danger, seek help, get out. Not funny. Not funny. Correct. Yeah. But when you're out, you can look back and just think, what the hell was I thinking? Yeah. I mean, it you have to if you don't laugh, you will you'll go crazy. Yeah. So we have to laugh and we have to talk about these things. And we have we want to help people. That's why we do this podcast. So I think the message that we try to convey to our audience is to be authentically you. And if yeah. that means making changes in your life mm-hmm. and saying no to things that aren't healthy for you um, and to let it out there. I mean, divorce, let's use divorce as a, as a specific topic, right? Mm-hmm. It's a taboo subject for a lot of people. There's a lot of shame that goes around the word divorce. Yeah. There's a lot of failure and a lot of... Um, you know, negativity. I mean, think about when you had to start telling people you were getting divorced. Think about the people that went to your wedding and then, oh, I mean, thank you for that gift. But, um, you know, I know this is the second time around. Right. Well, well, that's the thing. It's like, yeah, I'm getting divorced. It is, this is your second again? one. Yeah, again? Yeah, right, again. <laughs> and, and it's like, oh, my God. But, you know, there's... Jerome, I wasn't going to get divorced the second time because of that. And I sat through therapy, and the therapist said, what is the problem? Like, what is your deal? You are, you're not, what, what, what's, why are you so afraid? And I'm like, I, am, I can't tell people I'm divorced again. I, that I did it again. I chose the wrong person. And I'm not saying that oops. I didn't have... Oops. <laughs> oops, I did it again. What's the Britney Spears song? That's my theme song. Theme oops, song. I did, oops, I did it again. <laughs> oh, my. oh, my God. They're, that is amazing. That's so my theme song right now. They're, but, they're making light of divorce. They, but it's, it is not to say that I'm perfect and that these other people weren't. But... I mean, <laughs> you end up with what you're used to. You know, I, I can see now the pattern mm-hmm. and the vibration that I was, the level that I was on and the frequency mm-hmm. and all the shit we talk about on our podcast. Yeah. And now I see why I chose who I chose. Yeah. I'm not regretting it. I'm not saying that, you know, this wasn't, I didn't learn something from it. I didn't get, I'm not saying I didn't get amazing kids out of it. I'm just saying that I was on a crazy ass path that have has taught me that I was not living my authentic, being my authentic self. And it was uh, time to start telling people, and that's the worst part about divorce, is yeah. having to tell people, hey, oops, not working <laughs> I out. I do, oops, I did it again. Well, you know, and I think, you know, that, that was a thing for me. It's like, you know, what are, what are people going to think about me? And I think for the, the conclusion that I came to, I, I was in therapy, and, you know, through talking with my, with my therapist, I, I, I go, you know what? People that really know me, they're not going to think bad of me. Okay. And, and I, I didn't say it this way exactly to my therapist, but, you know, people that know me, they're not going to think ill of it. They, they know me. And okay. if you do think, the, the ones that do think bad of me, 
fuck them, you know? Well, what was the main reaction that you got from people? Um, the main reaction from that I got from people were mostly from people that knew me, and they were like, oh, I'm so sorry, you know? And, and they knew... I, I never got the sense that people were thinking, eh, there must be something wrong with him. It's the second time, you know? No, right. I don't. I didn't get that feeling either, you know, even though because, I thought that was going to be what the perception was. You know, because you know, people that have known you for years, I mean, it's the little things, I think, that you... Um, that let people know who you are. And, you know, I think when, you know, someone looks at me or looks at you and they go, well, I, I know that's a good person. Right. And they're probably thinking the same thing that you just said. It's like, that's the, the, the vibration that you were on. And you just kind of got into this thing because of who you are. Right. And, and who you draw to you. And you hadn't learned yet to go, that's not the that's not the right person for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know if that makes sense. No, or not. that totally makes sense. You know, when I told my closest closest friends and family, okay, that I was getting divorced, they and I mean, it took a lot for me to get to that decision because I just I had had enough, and I'm mm-hmm. like, I am not. This is not. I'm not living authentically. Me. I am putting on a show for the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. that thinks that I have this amazing relationship, but they don't have to go back home and deal with what I'm dealing with. Yeah. So when I told my closest friends and family, as much as I thought they were going to judge me, they were like, uh, shit, we didn't think it would take this long. I mean, they weren't. there was no shock. Wow. And that shocked me. I was like, wait, what? What? And they're like, we don't know how you put up with this shit for that wow. long. Wow. Yeah. So, oh, oh, because they, they had seen the interactions they and they I saw I mean, they all saw it. They're like, we don't know what you were thinking. You know, we are surprised you lasted seven years, seven years married. I mean, 15 together with my wow. last, you know, um, marriage, well, with my last no. relationship, whatever, like serious relationship. Who should not be named because then Because they'll, God forbid, come after me. <laughs> um, so it could have been the other person you been were any, married Could have been yeah, any yeah. one of them, right? Yeah. So... I had that, but then I had, you know, this person worked with me and Mm -hmm. a lot of, we had business relationships and those people didn't know me obviously as well. They didn't see what my life was like at home. They didn't, you know, come to dinner parties or they didn't come to holidays and see what the inner kind of workings were. And those people were like, wow, we thought you were like the best couple ever. Like, I felt like I disappointed I disappointed those people because they had this perception of something that wasn't even real. You know? They saw something that mm-hmm. we showed others in front, you know, we we do great in front of people. We can put yeah. on a show. Yeah. And that's what they saw. And those people were the most disappointed. And they were like, but why? Like they wanted answers. Like, but why? Yeah. You know, and well, it's funny when you try to when you get divorced. Everybody is was someone cheating on you? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Did he cheat on you? Did you yeah. cheat on him? What's yeah. going on? Who's so, cheating? Somebody cheated. Somebody yeah. has to be yeah. cheating. Because that's in all the movies. Yeah. Because that's the only reason you get. They can't fathom that there's something else. And of course, this is these are relationships that you maybe aren't. I was never open. I never said, well, I was in a toxic relationship with mm-hmm. somebody who was emotionally immature. And you see, I mean, this is a business sort of. A lot of this was business. I can't say that. You know, it's not but professional you, to talk shit about somebody or but that's even the thing. talk about so, your relationship. So you, I mean, I think that both of us are, are professionals. So like if I go and I work with someone, <clears throat> all my personal distress, I don't take that into it, you know? And so right. there's, you know, a lot, you know, for me, there was like this, I don't know, this aspect of I've got to make things look like they're okay. Mm-hmm. You know, so so for me, a lot of people were surprised. Like, oh my God, I, I you know, I had no idea. Well, of course. You're like, of course you had no idea. I didn't bring that shit into my I, I, You know, I didn't bring it up. And yeah. so if you ask me, like, well, how are things going? I'm like, oh, my God, it's great. You know, we did this and we did that. We had the family thing in and we went here. We went there. And, you know, and then when you start to tell people, you know, the exact thing, they go, oh, my God, I can't, oh you know, God. I can't believe that. I'm just thinking about, like, some of your stories and some yeah. of my stories. And, like, can you imagine, oh, how was your weekend? Your client asked, how oh, was yeah. your weekend? Oh, well, I was locked in the bathroom this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yep, locked in a bathroom. I had, to, I had to break the door down. I had to break the door down because this fucker kept me locked in a bathroom and thought he would, you know, I mean, same situation with you. 
Yeah, no, ab- absolutely. You can't tell people that shit. You, That's why we have a podcast. I mean, but but some people do. I mean, so like, I mean, it's just like the way we're wired. We are professional when we're working with people, and so you don't bring those things up. Other people would bring that up. Oh yeah, my 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 husband locked me in the bathroom <laughs> and I kicked the fucking door down. You know. And okay, those people but, don't have a lot of clients. I don't think those people are very yeah. You know, you know what? Oh my god, it's. Well, so they they might have a lot of clients, but who are who are their clients going to be? I don't know. Their clients are going to be, you know, the people that are into that sort of thing. Into the drama. You into mean? the drama. Okay, yeah, yeah, we don't have that shit. Yeah, we it's like I'm that. I'm a professional. It's like I come to work and like you could tell me about all your drama. I'm going to tell you my weekend was fine. Yep. You know, and so when when you do actually hear about it and and people go well well what and you start to tell them a few things and they go well. Wow, that sounds weird. And then you have, <laughs> I'm going to say evidence, uh-huh. and then you, they go, "Oh, holy shit, that's really bad." And that's why people think we're insane for putting this on a podcast. But you know what? We can't do it anywhere else. We either bottle it up inside, yeah, or we let it out on a podcast and we try to help somebody. I mean, you know, we could talk to each other about it, you know, but then it's like, why not? You know, why not help somebody? If I can go through all that shit, yeah, and get help one person, and all- maybe, and wait, <laughs> and maybe, maybe, maybe get a liquor sponsor out of it. It was fucking worth it. It was worth every single incident. So, so the truth comes out. It's all about a liquor sponsorship. <laughs> we're drinkers. I mean, we're drinking. I mean, I mean right I'll now. take another sponsorship. Workout clothes, but like that's, I could get that on my own. Again, it's about you. No, I. <laughs> it's not like we could get that well, on our what? own. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. What kind of sponsor would you like? I mean, maybe, maybe I would like a bourbon sponsorship. You see, but it's like you were like, I could get this on sorry, my own. Sorry, I was just thinking about my. I was giving you my own perception. I was. You're thinking I about yourself. Okay, that's fine. I, I mean, shit. Maybe I, mean, I, I am the narcissist. Yeah, you, you might. Maybe and, and, I'm the narcissist. In this relationship, I you I you are yeah. Yeah, and I'm, I should be in. We oh need to bring God. a therapist we into do. this. You know, this thing. we do. That's nice. And I go, well, Constance, you really need to, you know. Who's the narcissist? Which one? If there's anyone here, which one is it? You need to pick therapist. Which one? You think should pick me? Oh, yeah. It's just my personal. I mean, is that it's is that the only person. is that the only like right out of the gate you would ask that? Yeah, and then if she said me, we wouldn't work with her. <laughs> right. Well, we. We got next. We got we got to get another therapist. <laughs> That's how they operate, yeah. right? What's that? That's how they operate. No. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I, I'm not a narcissist. <laughs> I, <laughs> See, I have well, too much experience that I know. Um, I know exactly how they operate. So I don't, we got off in a tangent. Yeah, we did. Okay. So back to our podcast and how we're global and how um, we really didn't oh, do this. The liquor sponsorship. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean. I, Bur- I mean, we bourbon drink a lot of bourbon. bourbon. We're, we're we drinking bourbon, right? You're drinking bourbon. I'm drinking bourbon. I'm having vodka. That's a change for you. I mean, vodka or bourbon would be great. Yeah. So if you're out there and you know a vodka or bourbon distillery. Yeah, that wants them, to like, sponsor us. I mean, you know, we are global. Yeah. Just saying. Around the world. 2,500 downloads thus far. Yeah. Even though we didn't even, and we didn't even try. Yeah. We're not, I mean, in the UK, I mean, people in... People in India could be drinking your bourbon. Denmark was another Denmark, one. Denmark, yes. Denmark. Yeah. And Mexico. Mexico. I know. I got to work on my Spanish for that one. Yeah. I got to build that one up. Yeah. I don't, I don't know any Spanish. Oh, well, don't worry. Well, I'll teach you. Okay. Um, well, sounds like you're not so, so great at it. No, no. Okay. I'll teach you after a couple of bourbons. So okay. let's talk about authentic, authenticity. All right. What okay. is, who is Jerome <clears throat> who is the authentic Jerome? Who are you? And who was no. the non-authentic Jerome? See, these are the sorts of things that you should tell me before. Before, should, no. See, so, so I'm not like like right in the moment because you've thought about this and you have no, an answer. No, no, I just came up you, with it. I really you just, just came, came up, up with it. it. But just so the listeners know, we do not rehearse any of this. We really don't. <laughs> you, you might be able to tell that from listening. Yeah, I mean, to us. they're like, "No shit, assholes." We know, right? We could tell. Yeah, that that makes it fresh, though. It does. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that's how we operate. Yeah. Um. Okay. So come on, off the cuff. 
Ask, who who was the, the authentic Jerome? Who is the authentic Jerome and who was the non-authentic Jerome? Because let's face it, when you were in re- a relationship that wasn't suiting you or, you know, healthy, you weren't really authentically you. I mean, I think there was this idea that, and, and, it, and it's, you know, sort of the way I'm wired, um, I think just from childhood is that you need to do something in order to earn the uh, the love or respect of the people that are around you. Okay. And so my the the non-authentic Jerome is like, what do people want to see from me? Okay. Right? And and what do I need to do to make them feel like, okay, he's worthy of love or respect or accolades. Okay. You know. So it's you performing and putting on a show. The non-authentic you is you doing for everybody else. Yeah. And not really listening to what your inner needs are. Right. Okay. That's a that's an Thank excellent you. way to put it. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah. Uh, and the the authentic Jerome is is like I'm just going to do what I want to do. I mean and and there's not there's not that much difference because there's a there's a I but explain so. that because it sounds, if I was an audience <clears throat> member, I'd be like, well, this guy just wants to fucking go to the bar and drink. Wait, why would the audience? Because you just said, I just want to do what I want to do. Like, explain, oh, explain it. I mean. Because I know that's not you. No, I mean, no, that's not me. I mean, it, there's, there's a part of me that likes to, you know, to learn things and uh, have a spiritual aspect to myself. And I do like to drink. As, as as you know, uh, evidently, and but you know, but there's a part of me that just like is, I don't know, marches to the beat of a different drummer. Okay, and do you feel like in in this these these sort of unhealthy relationships, you had to stifle that? It was just who I was. It's like, well, what what do I what do people want to see from me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And 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 how can I be that? Okay. Oh, Versus that makes saying, sense. okay, well, you know, so it wasn't like, okay, well, I just I'm just that way in this okay. you know relationship. It was sort of like, like and and you know the cliche, like I was good at math and science in high school, mm-hmm. so I'm going to be an engineer. Mm-hmm. It doesn't I, matter what you want to be. It's that. It's that this is what people expected. expect. Yes. Yeah, this is okay. what people expect of me. Okay. Now, looking back on it. And there, I mean, this is a whole complicated thing that we could spend a lot of time on. But I, you know, there, there was when I look back on it, there was not an engineering class that I looked at, and I'm excited about taking thermodynamics. I don't even know what that is. I'm excited okay. about taking, you know, all that, all the calculus or physics or chemistry. You or, never had a say in what you actually wanted. And because no, because you just do this because this is what people yes. expect of you. Okay. So when I look back on it, I'm like, I was not excited about my engineering. Now, do I regret it? We talked about this in the last podcast. I mean, it was like a step on the journey to where I am now. So I can't, and I'm happy where I am now, so I can't regret it. Okay. But at the same time, it was, if I had said, okay, well, what what does Jerome want to do? And looking back at it now, I mean, and all the stuff we talk about, I mean, I probably would have studied psychology. Wow. I might be a psychologist or a psychiatrist. And again, I don't regret where right. I am now. That makes but, sense. But you but just didn't get the opportunity to choose. I, I didn't give. I didn't give myself the opportunity right. to choose. So, I'm not. I'm not going to say. I, I don't even want to say that somebody kept me from okay. it. I didn't give myself the opportunity to okay. choose. So what does it look like? What does you know 3.0 Jerome look like? Wow, 3.0. Well, yeah, I would say. You're, aren't you? Are you 2.0 or are you 3.0? I. Don't, I, 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 don't I think I, you're like 3.0 now. I like the higher number, yeah, so I'm going to you know. 3.0 Jerome, what does he, what does, what does 3.0 Jerome look like in a relationship now? Hypothetically speaking. Hypothetically speaking. Like if you let me get you on a dating site and you met the woman of your dreams, what would you look like in that relationship now? Ah, uh, okay. So first of all, that's not going to happen. <laughs> you know, partially. Stop be- fighting it. Just stop fighting it. <laughs> okay. Stop fighting it. Um. This that might be another podcast. Jerome 3.0 has boundaries. Okay. Jerome 3.0 is not about fitting into someone else's life and thinking, okay, what can I do for you? 
to to earn your love and and respect. Jerome okay. is like, I need some shit too. Does she have? Does she fit into your world, or does, or does she expand it? We both fit into each other's world and both expand each other's okay. worlds. That's right. Good. You know. So I mean, I mean, I want to learn some shit from you. What What do you bring into the table? You know, okay. are you? Oh just, wow! Are, You're are, not just giving up your cards. You want to see? Well, what the hell do you have? No, it's not like what do you have. It's like can you? Can I gain something from you? Yeah. It's, it's not like we're just going out to dinner and you're on my arm. It's right. like, I want to have some fucking, you know, good. I want to have my mind blown by some shit that you said. You know, I want to learn something that I didn't know from you. Wow. Okay. And that's not what pre-unauthentic Jerome was like. Pre-unauthentic Jerome would have been like, okay, well, what is... What our- can I do to help this person? What can I do to... What what can I do to make this person accept yeah, me? Yeah, okay. It, you know, it's not all, all about I, I have to do something. You're starting for you. to think about yourself. Yeah, you're putting yourself first as well. Yeah, I like that. But you know, putting myself first, and I had a you know an interesting uh, the, you know this this person I was talking to for a while. I, I don't know if she would. Um, she was kind of a therapist, and I was you know I was talking to her, and I was I was sort of like, well, you know, I one of the things I haven't. I don't know, that sort of bothers me is I went to this school and, it, and people expect, oh, you know, all people that I went to school with are judges and PhDs and congressmen and, and that sort of stuff. And I'm, I'm a personal trainer and, 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 I, uh, and I'm a musician. And I, you know, I kind of do what I want to do, but I feel like, you know, people are expecting more from me. And the, the term that she said, she said, well, how do you know that they are not, you know, envious uh-huh. of what she called this self-created life that you have. Wow. So I'm trying to fit into this, I don't know, this mold that everybody, I don't want to say mold to make it sound bad, but to do what quote unquote people think is right. Right. And she said, you've got this self-created life. And I'm like, well, well, yeah, it's like, I kind of do what I want to do. I learn stuff. I like to learn new things as, as you know. And so I might just go, I want to learn this today. Well, you know. how many times do you get people that listen to your, they ask you about your background mm-hmm. and say, well, what, where, oh, you went to where, where'd you go to school and what did you do? And then how many times is it followed up with a question of well, what the hell are you doing doing this? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I've had people say that before. Yeah. Well, why, well, well, you must not have been good at the, <laughs> <laughs> you must not have been good at the IT. It's like, well, no, I really was good. They told me I could come back if I wanted to. Uh-huh. You know, it's just like, it just wasn't, it just wasn't for me. And it's just like, you're kind of in this, you know, I don't know, this weird place in the middle. And before it felt like, I, I know I'm doing what I want to do, but it feels like it's not the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. And then for somebody to say, well, you've got this self-created life. Right. Well, there's like, two ends, there's two ends of the spectrum. Some people feel that you should follow that, because that, that's what they're doing. They're all following yeah. the herd. Yeah. They're all doing what is expected of them. And if you mm-hmm. get out of line, it's like, well, what, that, well why are you doing that? That's weird. And what does that mean for me if you're out of line? Well, this is true. Yeah. But then you have the other end of the spectrum where people are like, good for you, dude. Like yeah. you're doing, like you you gave the example when you quit the bank shop. Oh, yeah, know? yeah. And people were like, I wanted to be a, you know. I wanted to open an antique shop. I wanted to open right. a pet store, you know. Yes. And it's like, you're doing that. And you do have, there are people that, kind of step out of the mold. That's what we're doing now. Yeah. We stepped out of the mold. We stepped out of those unhealthy relationships. It wasn't easy, but we did it because we knew we were being our authentic selves. You're being your authentic yeah. self. And that's what life is all about. What did they call it? Thought your therapist call it? Self-created life. Self-created life. I love that. Yeah. Create your own life. Create yeah. a self-created life. Yeah. And so so now it's your turn to answer the oh, question. Shit, I wasn't ready for that. Okay. What what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> you, you you pose the question. My what, non-authentic what, self. What is what your and okay? So are we, is it inauthentic, unauthentic, non-authentic? or non-authentic? I don't know. I guess I'm gonna say inauthentic. In, inauthentic. Inauthentic. Yeah. Was I using the term wrong? I don't know. Well, I don't know what we said. I also like to quote um, things from the Bible that have never for, been in the Bible. So <laughs> right, who knows? With right. me. What was inauthentic? That, uh, the, oh, no. the, I don't know. The squeaky wheel gets the worm. Yes. That's totally in the Bible. It's totally in the Bible, and I say it all the time now. (laughs) So if you're not, when you were not authentic, how is that different (laughs) from you being authentic? We're going to put it that way. Okay. Well, here's, let me explain to you. Let me explain my authenticity. Okay. How about that? 
Okay. Me being authentic, and I, this has been a journey for me to even be able to tell you. You asked me this 20 years ago. I don't know what the hell you're even talking about. Right. I know that I am a loving, giving person. I really do. I'm actually, I pretty much portray myself. This is a lot for me to tell the audience. For me to come okay. out and say, I like to pretend I'm some badass that like, you know, no one can hurt me or penetrate me or no one can mm-hmm. fucking get past my armor. I'll mm-hmm. kick your ass. I love yeah. that. I love that about me. I love yeah. that I have that. And yeah. people find that intimidating. I like uh-huh. that. I yeah. like that persona. But if you really, really know me, mm-hmm. you know that that isn't really me. I'm really sensitive, genuine. I love hard. Like, I love hard, but I also mm-hmm. hate hard, too. So <laughs> make sure you're on the right end so of the fence. So be careful. Make sure you're on the right end of the fence. Mm-hmm. But I know that I have so much love to give. And I know mm-hmm. that because as a child, I wasn't able to ever express it. And mm-hmm. now as an adult, I'm able to finally express it and accept it. Yeah. And that's a big deal. I don't just freely give that away or take that, you know? Okay. And so that's me authentically. But inauthentic, okay, me. Okay. Is, hides that. So, and I've done that. I've already been in relationships like that where I have hidden that and I have been the hard ass and I've been, had to protect myself. And well, I mean, number one, because I thought that's what you did. And number two, I've chose people that I had to do that with. Uh, so, uh, I mean, it's sort of a double-edged sword. I was never able to open myself and be really vulnerable. Vulnerability is huge, right? Yeah. I, I, just, I I'm like, I'm not going to be vulnerable. I'm not going to do that shit. Like, I just I'm learned be. about that like a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what that was. I'm like, that's for it. No, nobody does that. That's, yeah, that's, that's for weak that's for, that's for people, losers. <laughs> losers, total losers. That's not me. Like, I, I lived my life in relationships in the past where if that person I was with died that day, I'd maybe be sad for a day. I, maybe not even be sad at all and move on with my life. And that was Whoa. okay with me. <laughs> oh, my God. That is. That is <laughs> that's so horrible. That's, and they all hard. knew it. That's they hardcore. They all knew it. They would tell me. I know that. I could die. I could die right I now. Could you die wouldn't right give now. a shit. You would fucking. You would step party. over me. I would. I'd be like, oh, someone clean this body up. Yeah, I gotta find somebody else now. Thanks a lot, you know, fucker. <laughs> Inconvenience, <laughs> right. asshole. Right. But they all knew. I mean, even the last boyfriend one after my divorce. You know, he said this to me, and it was kind of a little eye opening. He said, "You will. You have one foot out the door." And I was like, yeah, yeah. "What?" That's, that's right. And I was like, "He's right. He's right." Like. It wouldn't phase me that if he left tomorrow, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be phased. And that was okay with me. I was okay living inauthentically like that because I was too afraid to put my guard down and say, you know what, if God forbid something happened to this person mm-hmm. or this relationship dissolved or whatever, I, was, I wouldn't allow yeah. myself that. So what was it that got you from the inauthentic, yeah. unauthentic, non-authentic, okay. we'll figure whatever this out, whatever it is. To your authentic self, what was it? What was what was the catalyst for for you getting there? I, and, wh- and what was the process? Well, I mean, hello, we've been on the roller coaster, right? We've uh-huh. seen what it's like. What is it like being inauthentic? It's it's. <clears throat> I mean, I remember my parents. I've I've seen both of my parents die. Mm-hmm. I've seen them both say their last words, mm-hmm. and I don't want to. I want to die. No, like saying I had the best life ever. That's how my father died. I had the best life ever. He wouldn't change a thing. He's mm-hmm. loved hard. He's felt it all, right? Mm-hmm. I, ne- I didn't get, I never got that because I never allowed myself to do that. And I never chose the right partner to do that with. Yeah. So I finally have woken up and decided I'm not going to live that way. I'm not going to live. I mean, if it, if I have to feel hurt, mm-hmm. but also get to feel the feeling of love, it's totally worth it. So now I'm like a fucking ball of love. Look it. I have a tattoo that says love, for God's sakes. I mean, this this shit would have been for weak ass (laughs) bitches, okay? Wow, okay. I mean, I have a tattoo that says love. Like, I, that's why I stopped fighting. I mean, other than the concussion. I'm like, (laughs) this isn't for me. I I just want to love. I want to live a life full of love and happiness. 
And it's made me a better mother. It's made mm-hmm. me a better partner in relationships. And now I I see red flags from a mile away. But, I would never choose the same people that I I have chosen in the past. So so you want you want something different than what you had before. This is the yeah. reason that you are being this new is 2.0 what point oh are are you? I'll say 3. 3? Okay. I like 3. 4? Let's get 4. Three. Three. Okay, we'll just keep it three. Three point oh. Constance three point oh. Why is because here's the thing. Here's my question is or my thought is that there's a lot of people that will never get to that point. What was it? Do you think that made you go? Oh, I want something different versus going. This is how I am. I, I don't. You know what? Maybe it's my age. Maybe it's the therapy that I've been through. Um, maybe it's the fact that I've been through various relationships mm-hmm. where I never got any of that. And I realized it's not that I didn't just get it. It's that mm-hmm. I'm not giving it either. And I can't. You cannot give to somebody who isn't a, isn't safe, you don't feel safe with. You mm-hmm. can't be vulnerable with the person. You can't be, you know, I mean, you are very protective. I cannot be, I can't be surrounded with people in general, in my inner circle, mm-hmm. that I have to have a guard up with. I can't do it. It's not healthy for me. Mm-hmm. And I, I've been there. I've done it my whole life. Even as a child, I don't want to live like that. And I need it. I, I want to have a different life. And I want my kids, now that I have children, mm-hmm. I want them to see what it's like to be authentic and what it's like to love, like to truly love and have love. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, to to what extent do you think, you know, because we do a lot of reading and a lot of introspection. Mm-hmm. And I think I think one of the things that maybe plays into it, I because I think for both of us, we could probably have been on the same trajectory that we were on when we were in a, not being our authentic selves. We could still be on that same route if it weren't for the you know, for us being, you know, sort of introspective people. It's not just that. We have, we, look at you. Uh-huh. You broke the mold. You said, I don't, I know you expect X, Y, and Z from mm-hmm. me, but I'm going to go be a personal trainer. I'm going to do what I, with, I'm going to follow my heart. Mm-hmm. And it's very similar in a, in a situation with, you know, love relationships. I have done X, Y, and Z. I know what people expect of me, but I'm mm-hmm. not, I'm going to break the mold. I know, even <coughs> if, even if saying I'm divorced twice causes people to look at me a certain way, to make to, to think that maybe something's wrong with me, to think that I'm a failure. I don't give a shit because I don't I want to be happy. I want that self-created life you were just talking about. And I think that that's what makes us different is we're willing to sacrifice that. I mean we're willing to start a podcast and talk air our dirty <laughs> laundry to 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 just to heal and to try to help other people. Yeah, but but even despite of even despite how we were, there's this thing that bubbles up inside you that goes, I, I just gotta, I gotta do this thing. Right. I, I gotta, I gotta be, I gotta be different. I know this is what people are expecting. I know this is the norm, but I have to do this, this different thing. And that is not, that's not where everyone is. Well, it could be many things. It could be the universe calling you to, to the, the path of enlightenment, right? Uh-huh. It could be God coming down and saying, no, this isn't for you. Yeah. Like, this is what you need to be doing. It could just be that you're a resilient, daring motherfucker, and you're like, fuck it, I'm going to go try this new thing. You know, it, yeah. it, it could be that you just have balls, and you're like, I'm going to, peace out, I'm trying something new. It could be so many different reasons why uh-huh. we do these things, uh-huh. but— there is a reason that you and I have both decided to try to do, to try to live authentic, authentic, authentically. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I mean, would you say you're living an authentic life? No, I, absolutely. I would say I'm living an authentic life, and it, I've never been happier yeah. in my life. So I, absolutely, I get up in the morning. To, I'm like, I'm like, can't believe I live in this place, and I do what I do. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I, yeah. I don't. I'm not like working. You're at yeah. <laughs> I'm not working my ass because off because you're living authentically. Yeah. You're not trying to be somebody you're not. Yeah. And we've done that. We have tried to be people we aren't. Yeah. It doesn't work. It doesn't. The universe does not align properly when that happens. It you're you're not working in the. It, it, it's like you're working. It's like you're swimming upstream. Yes. Yes. 
It, it's not home, harmonious. It's not a balance. It's not. There's some sort of spiritual word for it. Like, yeah, I don't know what it is. She or like you're not right. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Here the I go again. Early I make shit up. Squeaky will gets the yeah. worm. Yeah. <laughs> um, you're just. But you're not. You, but you're not. It's it's like it's like understanding like how boats float or how planes fly. You know, it's like and working with that when you work with it. Your plane flies and your boat floats. And you you work against it. You work against that lift and drag, those principles in physics, and your your plane doesn't fly. You you get the wrong buoyancy, uh, I don't know, equation, and, and your right. boat sinks. Yep. It's you, like working with the laws of the universe. Here's what I'll I will pose a question to our audience. Okay. All right. Are you happy? And I'll tell well, you when I was back in my in authentic days, uh-huh. I wouldn't know the answer to the to that question. I wouldn't be able to say no because I was too busy being busy to even think about that question. Wow. And now I can give you a resounding hell yes. Yeah. Are you happy? Absolutely. I think we just talked about it. <laughs> I wake up in the morning. In. I'm like, I'm, I'm just I'm, checking in. Am yeah. I on vacation? I, I, you know. It's like you love the life you live. Yeah. That's being authentic. Yeah. So I'd like to leave that with our audience. If you are, are you happy? Are you living your most authentic life? Yeah. Well, and and so you can send questions. I don't know. You get the questions. I don't know where they are, but you can tell us if you're happy, if you're living your authentic life. If you were not living an authentic oh, life and you now are living an authentic life, tell us about that. Please do. We would love to share your story on, on our on our podcast. Yeah, and you can tell us. So you, well, don't don't say my name because— We'll do know. anonymous, yeah. Yeah. Send it to me. Jerome, but, does, but if you Jerome want, if you, doesn't even know how we get the messages. But Send if you want to— <laughs> I make this stuff happen, so it, this would not be even posted. Possible if, yeah. without Jerome Brown. Thank you, Jerome. That's right, yeah. Find us on Facebook, Too Fit to be Tied. Um, send us someone. Send us some of your uh, happiness. Ha- happiness or questions or concerns or or just t- testimonies on testimonies going yeah. from inauthentic to to authentic. Authentic. Yeah, things that may help other people because this is why we do this. And so, if yeah. you if you have something you feel that can help someone else, then send it over. We'll make sure we, we hear it. We love to hear it. And this this is. Running a little long, so we should probably that, end it. That's it. I'm done. That's it. I, I'm ready right. to go home. All right. So for Too Fit to be Tied, I'm Jerome. I'm Constance. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. No, bye. Oh. <laughs> I get the last word. Wait. We got to do that again. Okay. So for Too Fit to be Tied, I'm Jerome. I'm Constance. And we'll see you next time. Bye. That's it. <laughs> Don't talk. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you.